Welcome to the Daring Designers podcast with me, Kat Byrne, founder and creative director of Gatto, my own dream design business and mentor for designers who want to build a dreamy, sustainable and joyful design business by booking in advance, connecting with and attracting your perfect people and becoming confident creative experts. I've worked with hundreds of overwhelmed and overworked designers to switch things around and build their own dreamy design business their way with more time, flexibility, consistency, income and joy with my belief that there is no one right way to run your business but by harnessing your strongest creative superpowers and building confidence in your abilities as an expert you can find your own perfect path to your personal version of success and I'm here to guide you to find your own path with the help of just a little bit of daring from you. Hello and welcome back to the Daring Designers podcast. I am really excited to be chatting about pricing today and not just pricing, but one of my other favorite topics, which is confidence. I really want to talk about how you can raise your prices with confidence. So I want to make sure that you're feeling really good about your pricing. I want you to feel like you can up your prices when you feel like it's necessary without any wobbles without worrying about your confidence in the process, without worrying about what other people will think, about what your clients will think. Pricing is such a tricky part of business. I think it has to be said, we all know that pricing can be really hard. There's so much conflicting advice around about pricing. There's a lot of people saying, you know, charge what you're worth or charge 10k, you know, on both sides of the spectrum. And actually, Pricing is so unique to every designer, to every business owner, because it's really going to depend on how confident you feel with pricing, how you feel about money in general, how you've been raised around money, you know, your own confidence around money, the strategies that you put in place. There are so many things that don't just affect our pricing in general, but definitely affect our confidence around pricing. Just a little background with the way that I've seen pricing in the past. Very early on in my business, I was basically scared of anything money in my business. I was scared to ask for money. I was worried about, you know, what I could charge and what my prices could be. I definitely had no sort of concept over how pricing worked for an online business At the time, I very much viewed myself as a freelancer. So I was, you know, charging per hour and just totting up how long things would take with, again, like no, no really real idea of like the value around pricing, the value around the work I was doing. And I think that's something that, you know, had to change first of all, but that's where my confidence has grown over the years. And this is going to be one of the things that I talk about in general, but I noticed that it wasn't just the time I was putting into my projects that helped my clients. You know, it wasn't just me taking four hours to design some templates that felt really valuable to my client. It was the fact that it was then saving my clients a few hours a week to create their social posts. You know, the value to them was saving time, saving energy. It was something that they didn't have any experience in. And as soon as I could shift my mindset away from thinking of a time equals money perspective and more thinking about the value of what I do, the value of my services, the value of my work, 
it became so much easier to then build on that and grow my confidence, increase my pricing over time and basically work from this mindset of the work I do is really valuable to the clients I work with and I want to be able to price it so I can take the value for my business as well. You know, I wanted to make sure I was was reaching my income goals. I wanted to make sure I was valuing my work properly. And I wanted to make sure I was pricing myself in a way that helped me feel confident to put my business out there, you know, to do my marketing, to share my services, to showcase my work, knowing that behind the scenes, my pricing was really solid and I felt really good about it. And I would love for everyone else to be in that position as well. One of the reasons I've done this podcast is because I would love for everyone to feel even a little bit more confident around money and around pricing in their business. At the end of the day, we do run a business. We are service providers. We don't do it for free. You know, it's not something that we offer for no money. We have to make sure that we're sustaining our own lifestyles, sustaining our business for the long term. And also with how valuable our work is, we can charge prices that help us support really great lifestyles as well to either, you know, work a bit less or to travel more. And I think it's really important that we see our pricing as a really, really big factor in that. So I'm just going to talk through four different pillars around confident pricing. And I'll give you a little bit of insight into how I've experienced these things throughout my business as well just as a little bit of background, because I think these four things are the things that really helped me feel so much more confident with my pricing. I now am at a point where I raise my prices periodically. I'm really comfortable talking about money with my clients. Most of my projects are five-figure projects. You know, I, I work on fewer projects a year, but they're at higher rates. And I feel really, really comfortable that my clients get really good value from the projects from the work that I do and yeah I'm, I'm super happy to talk about <laughs> pricing with my clients with my designer mentor clients as well and I'm not a generally confident person around money I have found money really difficult in the past and that is going to take me to my first point which is talking about mindset and money mindset in particular I do find that a lot of mindset blocks or like confidence blocks around, you know, in business are based around money. And I think it's a really key area to look into a little bit deeper. It's so easy to be avoidant of any like money thought processes you have or, you know, mindset blocks to use a more general term. It could be that, you know, you've had family issues with money. You know, I grew up in a working class family early on. My mum worked really, really hard to get to a point where she made a really good wage and, and you know, could support our family a lot more. But in terms of my very early life, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and it's it's given me this idea that money has to be held on to. You know, you kind of have to grasp at your money and keep it somewhere safe. That's my experience. Everyone has their own experience in terms of like their own history and their family. We also have blocks or thought processes around our own experience, our own expertise and what that can mean in terms of pricing. You know, you might feel like you can't charge higher rates because you've only worked on a few projects or you don't have any professional experience or maybe because you don't have a design degree. All of these things can come back to mindset and come back to really rooting 
your confidence in money or more so like lack of confidence in money. So something that's really important to think about is what confidence blocks do you have in general or or specifically to do with money that affect your ability to raise your prices? What's really important to consider here is when you look at your pricing or when you look at raising your pricing, what are the thoughts that come up? in your head you know what are the first things you think is it something to do with like I said you know is it I don't have enough experience to raise my prices I've not got a good enough process to raise my prices I don't feel like I'm a good enough designer to raise my prices there'll be something that roots this back to your own confidence either with money in general or as a designer and having that knowledge having that almost like mind data is really, really valuable because it's then something that you're aware of. It's then something that you can try to work through maybe a little bit more logically if that feels necessary. And that's going to take me on to my second point, which is more of like a practical note. And at this point, I'm thinking about how you can just generally raise your confidence to help you feel more confident with your pricing in return. I think it's safe to say that our general confidence around our work can come into this massively. Like I said, a lot of confidence blocks or mindset blocks around money do come back to things like, I don't have the right experience, I don't have the right education, I don't have the right skill level. And actually, if we can look at that information practically and almost like work on it in a way that helps build our confidence in general it's really going to help back up your confidence with your pricing as well. So a few examples here would be if you are worried about your own skill level, then there are things that you can do to improve your design skills, to be a better designer. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm, I'm quite confident that if you are starting a design business, you're probably a good enough designer to do that. But if it's an area that your confidence wobbles, one of the ways that we can tackle that is by actually, you know, practically working on that block. So if I worry that I'm not good enough at using Adobe Illustrator, then maybe I'll do an Illustrator course or I'll practice working on some passion projects and try out some new skills in Illustrator. If I'm worried about my web design skills, maybe I've only just done a couple of projects and I feel a bit wobbly about it, then I can work on my own website, you know, try and build some more skills around websites, learn a little bit more about coding, There are so many things that we can actually practically do to build our confidence. And I think it's often one of the things that's ignored that, you know, actually confidence can be grown through doing things, through learning new things, through developing your own skills. It's also something that can come back to, you know, just just building your general confidence around your work. So taking any positive comments that you get and screenshotting them, keeping them in a nice folder somewhere being proud of your own work as well you know creating something and actively telling yourself that you love that work you're really really proud of it practicing your you know passion projects growing your skills growing your expertise all of these things can practically help with our confidence that then in turn helps our confidence around money as well one of the things i mentioned before that was a bit of a block is also processes I think sometimes we can feel like we don't have a, you know, legit or professional enough process. And that is one of the main things that I've noticed can really help the designers that I work with build their confidence is building a really, really robust, professional, streamlined process, which in turn genuinely makes your your service, like your offering, 
much better. You know, it makes it more seamless. It makes it easier for your clients. And that in turn can help you feel like you can raise your prices more confidently. Just a little note here, I'm definitely not saying that these things are 100% necessary for you to be able to raise your prices. I do genuinely believe that a lot of us are undercharging in the first place. And it's something that I think if we could be a bit more confident around pricing in general without doing these things, that would be great. But often it isn't a case of just magically out of nowhere, your confidence hits you in the face. It does take some sort of work and it does take some sort of development to help you feel more confident. I really relate it back to, so something that is another example, you know, maybe you're not too confident with how you do your makeup and you want to feel like your makeup is done a little bit nicer. This is something that I've been through in the past. You know, I've never been a (laughs) particularly skilled makeup artist. I just kind of slap it on my face and see what happens from there. But if I wanted to be more confident with the way I do my makeup, which is maybe something that I would do if I'm going to an event or if I'm going out, I could watch a few tutorials and become better at doing that. You know, I could learn more of those skills. I could get myself to a place where I do feel more confident doing my makeup. Same with any other skill, crochet, you know, do a few crochet tutorials. It's a real practical way of looking at confidence and it's one of the best ways that you can actually build your confidence and grow it over time is, you know, by literally looking at the thing that you do and becoming better at it or doing it in a slightly different, more streamlined, organized way. The next thing I'm going to talk about is strategy. And my strategy around pricing is the same for everyone that I work with. It's been the same for myself for the past six or seven years, you know, most of the time that I've been running my business. And the way I like to use strategy for pricing is basically by looking at pricing and money in your business with a little bit less of the feelings involved, a little bit less of, you know, the emotions that come with the money. This tracks back to the mindset and it it doesn't make the mindset irrelevant because, you know, it's still something that you need to work through to help put this in place. But I really like to operate on a sort of impartial pricing strategy or like mentality in my business. And just like any other business, you know, any of the big business that you give money to, you know, either it's an e-commerce business or another service-based business, they don't price based on whether they think their product is good enough or whether they, you know, feel like they're offering the best service. They price based on the numbers. So the way I would look at it is looking at your income goal, the money that you would like to earn, you know, how much you need to cover your bills, your business expenses, any savings, any personal spending, personal expenses that you have, looking at your income goal and what you would like to earn and then planning your pricing in reverse from there. So almost reverse engineering your pricing based on what you want to earn instead of just plucking numbers out of the air and seeing what happens, which I do, you know, I started my business doing that (laughs) and that, you know, it worked for a time. But when things become more strategic, it gives you more confidence to put those things into place because you've actually logically worked those numbers out. You know, you've step by step figured out this is what I need to charge to make sure I'm paying my bills, make sure I am saving up for my holidays, covering my personal expenses. And in doing that, you build your confidence to a place where it feels a lot easier to put that pricing into place because it comes back to your strategy and to your end goal, which is your income goal. So we have a really good like formula and strategy for this in my group program in the clubhouse. 
But for now, like a super pared back version is to just think of your income, think of how many projects or how many pieces of work you want to do within a year and then use that data to come up with your pricing. So if you want to earn 60k a year and you want to work on 10 projects, then you need to charge 6k per project. You know, literally just that simple. Income goal, number of projects, divide the two and that's your pricing. If you want to earn 60k but you have the space to work on 15 projects, then your pricing is 4k. You'll find like the more you want to earn and the less you want to work, the pricing goes up. But that can really support that level of, you know, if you are building a business that you want to be really joyful and flexible and, you know, give yourself a little bit more space, have a little bit more of like a dreamy work week, then you can see that your pricing needs to change in relation to that. And it helps you back up that actually this is the life I want to live and this is the price I need to charge to get to that place. And for me, that helps me feel so much more confident because I know it's rooted in the numbers as an ex-mathematician, <laughs> that's really important to me. And I think in doing it that way, you will be able to see that the logic side of it really helps with your confidence as well. The final thing I'm going to talk about is planning. And this is where you actually plan your price increases into your calendar or into your schedule. And this is doing price checks periodically. I find this so valuable for myself I think it's, a, again, another level of that like practicality, logistics, the, you know, the planning, the strategy side of it. It just helps add another layer and means that you are, again, doing it in a very formulaic way instead of just every now and then thinking, oh, maybe I, oh, maybe I should raise my price. I'm not too sure. You're actually seeing actually every three months, every six months, every five projects I work on, for example, you're actually planning in a pricing review and checking that the value you offer, you know, the the outcomes, the type of clients, your income goals are still all as they were, however, you know, three months ago, six months ago, whatever it would be. And you know that in that time, your experience, your expertise, your processes, your skills, probably your confidence as well, have all improved since you last set your pricing. Again, this is a really, really great, almost like logistic, planned in, strategic way to be checking on your pricing and feeling confident to raise those prices because you know that it's been a few months or a few projects since you looked at your pricing and you know that you've grown as a designer in that time. So there's those four things. There's mindset, there's practicalities, strategy, and then planning. And those four things I find are the best ways to look at pricing with a little bit less of the feelings, looking at it a little bit more logistically and helping set your prices with much more confidence and much more confidently in the future. I find it such a valuable tool to be confident with pricing. It really helps me share my marketing a bit more confidently, join consultation calls with a lot more confidence, you know, book projects that I really, really care about and that are really dream projects, knowing that I've priced them properly and can work on them in the best way. I really hope this episode helps you grow your confidence with your pricing as well. As always, if you want to talk pricing or if you want to talk confidence, please drop me a message over at the Daring Designs Club on Instagram. And I would love to have a chat there. I'll be back next week with another episode. Speak soon.